Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is a son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. forgotten as a son. A prophet came to pray for the sons of Jesse and the father has sent him an obedient son to be in the back of the desert but he was forgotten. But God did not forget about him. Hallelujah. May your story be like that of David. I said may your story be like that of David. Even when men, when your employers people who have promised you forget about you. Remember that God can and he will never forget about you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that we will also be able to say with David, said even though, even though he slayed me, yet will I trust in him. Hallelujah. You know, to come to a place that you are able to say that you know, I don't care what God does to me. Is the one I'm going to trust. I, I, if God cannot help me, then who else? But I'm here to tell you that God can. He will help you. Hallelujah. Put your trust in him. Put your trust in him. Lift your hand and let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you that you can. Oh, yes, Lord. This is why we have run to you. Your name is a strong tower. 
the righteous runneth into it and they are saved. He said, It shall come to pass that those who shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father, we thank you. We bless you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for being our Lord, our Savior, our Master, and our Father. We give you all the glory. This afternoon, we say, have your way and let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated in heavenly places. Well, we are getting to the end of the our Apostles' Creed. But I want us to say it together. How many have been here through this uh, series? The first series, we're talking about a confession, different confession, and we are doing the confession of our faith. And we know that the confession of our faith is being summarized into what we call the Apostles' Creed. Okay, so I want us to uh, say it together. Let's begin the Apostles' Creed. Is there anybody here who wants to say it? You want to try? Want to try for a book? Nobody wants to try. Okay, let all of us say it together. One, go. I believe in God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, Born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. A third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty from thence. He shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Catholic Church, the hey, forgiveness sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Was it on the screen? Oh, then we have come. I mean, we are getting there. It's only the communion of the saints that almost got lost, but we made it. Amen. So we also know that the Apostles' Creed is also called the 12 Articles of the Faith. So we've been preaching. We've been taking it one after the other. And we said that it's not like a rhyme. Just like the Lord's Prayer or Psalm 23, each uh, sentence, each phrase means a lot. So we've been taking it one after the other to understand what our faith really means so that we can examine ourselves, whether we are in the faith. The Bible teaches us that we should examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. <laughs> Hello? Have you seen that scripture in Corinthians? Yeah. He said, we should examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. And how will you know whether you are in the faith when you don't know what makes up the faith? Are you there? 
So in order to know whether you are in the faith, you need to know what makes up our faith. And our faith, the confession of our faith is what we just said. That we believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. So God is not just an eternal creator, but he's also a father. Are you here? And we also believe in his only son, who is Jesus, and he's our Lord. Then we believe that he was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of, the, of a virgin. He was not born of a young lady. He was born of a virgin. Are you getting? He suffered under Pontius Pilate. He died. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead. He descended. He ascended to heaven. And he seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. We also believe in the Holy Ghost. We believe in the communion of the saints. And we believe in forgiveness of sins and resurrection of the body and life everlasting. So we've been doing all this article. I think last week we did article 10. Forgiveness of sins. I believe in forgiveness of sin. I like it because that is what makes me able to stand here. But today we want to do article 11. I believe in the resurrection of the body. Amen. Do you believe in the resurrection of the body? Yeah. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And, you know, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what sets even this. You know, you cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. Are you here? So, the first thing I want you to do, I mean, the song our sister sang is what, I mean, I'm about to preach. So, if you really listen to the song, I've, the preaching is done. The preaching is the song. So if you listen to it, well, that, that is it. So the resurrection of the body is what Jesus promises us. Hallelujah. Yeah, that even if you die, you will live again. That you will be brought back. Now you need to understand and you need to know that there is difference between being raised from the dead and the resurrection. The resurrection is different from being raised from the dead. Are you here? Jesus resurrected. But that's why the Bible said that he's the first fruits of all those who were to resurrect. The first fruit of the resurrected uh, bodies. That's the first one. Jesus is not the first person to be raised from the dead. From the Old Testament... Beginning with Elijah, we have seen even in the old dead people being raised. So Jesus could not have been the first person to be raised from the dead. Hello? Are you coming along? But he is the first person to resurrect. When we talk about resurrection, we are talking, you see, all those who were raised from the dead, they have died again. But when you have resurrected, you cannot die because you have glorified body. You have body that is different from this one. Are you here? So it's so important for us to understand that, look, the resurrection is what we are looking up to. Amen. Yeah, that's what Bible says that if we die in Christ, if we die in Christ, we, we all of us will be resurrected. And there's also two resurrection. We'll get there. 
So turn your Bibles with me, if you will. Let's go straight into the word of God. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I believe in the resurrection of the body. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Remember that our Christian faith is made up of, the, the, our doctrine is mainly four parts, okay? What Jesus did, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and the manifestation of Jesus. These are the things we believe in. So, and the resurrection is what makes us who we are. In fact, without the resurrection, we will just be like any ordinary sex moving around. It's the resurrection of Jesus that makes us different from all the other people. Because other founders and other preachers of different, uh, uh, different sects have also said that they were going to overcome death and they will bring medicine uh, that when you have, you will not have to die and all that. But we have watched in vain, none of them. We all know their graves and tombs are around us on earth. But when it comes to our Lord and Savior, an empty grave is there to prove our Savior is alive. Amen. Okay, so I want us to rely on scripture. Let's go straight into 1 Corinthians. Maybe we should read the whole scripture. 1 Corinthians. I'm reading from verse number. Where should I start? Okay, let me start from verse number 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 from verse number 12. Is it in your Bible? Okay. Because every part of this is very nice. If we, can we read all? Do we have time? Okay. Verse number 12. Bible says, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? That's the first question. If we are preaching that Christ rose from the dead. Why are some people saying that they are, there's no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Are you there? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? And our faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God. Because we have testified of God that he raised up Jesus, whom he raised up not, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, our faith is vain. Yea, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen, hallelujah, from the dead and become the first fruit of them that 
sleep or slept. Hallelujah. So Bible says that Jesus Christ is the first fruit. Understand this. That is why Jesus Christ being uh, 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 resurrected from the dead is different from Lazarus, is different from all the people who were raised from the dead. Are you here? He is the first fruit of those who resurrected, who had the glorified body, who, who were able to. And you read your Bible that when Jesus resurrected, once the apostles were together in a place and he did not knock, he walked through the wall and he stood in the midst of them. And he breathed on them and said, peace be unto you. The first time, Thomas was not there. So he came again. He did not knock. The, the, the doors were closed. There was roof. We don't know. They don't know how he came. Whether he came through the roof, he came, he came again. Then this time he told Thomas, that, okay, now you can come. You can come and trust your finger to my side and into my wounds and know that I'm alive. Hallelujah. Then he told him that blessed are those who have not seen but have believed. Amen. So I am very sure. You know, if Jesus did that like the Bible says, if he did not, I mean, resurrect from the dead, then we cannot even boast of we one day having such resurrection. But if he did, then there's hope for me and you. Hallelujah. Are you, are you here? Jesus himself, before he uh, died, he raised three people from the dead. Different people. And we continue to raise people from the dead that they die again. So people who have been raised from the dead, it's not the resurrection. The resurrection, like Martha uh, said, when he came to raise Lazarus. Do you remember what Martha said? When Jesus said that, do you believe that your brother, your brother will rise again? He said, I know he'll rise again at the last day. So the resurrection is not now. Martha knew that the resurrection is coming at the last day. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the first one to resurrect. Hallelujah. So he raised Lazarus from the dead, but he has died again. But Jesus lived to die no more. Amen. Can we continue? Verse number. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all, all shall be made alive. And watch the tenses that is being used here. He said, for us in Adam, all died. Not that all shall die. Or will die. All die. We are all dead. <laughs> Even before we could say we know what we are doing. We were all dead in our sins. We were separated from God. But look at what the Bible says when it comes to where are we? 22, for us in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. So all has not been made alive yet. And the resurrection, when we talk about the resurrection, we are not talking about the spirit and the soul. The spirit and the soul are, are immortal. 
So it's the body that we are talking about is resurrection. Because the spirit don't die. Spirit don't die. They continue. They continue. One day, somebody told me that, I mean, we're young. They say, hey, witchcraft is passed on. They, they pass it on. It's like also an inheritance that you can, you can walk to. I said, I, I, I didn't know. I thought that when we're young, I thought that when a witch dies, then it means that. They said, no, no, no. They pass it on. The spirit don't die. <laughs> so you can die and go, but the spirit is alive. So when we talk about the resurrection, we are talking about what will happen to the body. 23. But every man in his own order. Christ, the first fruit, again, afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. So, again, there's another uh, two, uh, resurrection that you need to know. Can you see that the Bible says that the first to be resurrected that we have seen is Christ. Then, after their order, the next will be those in Christ. So, there is the resurrection for the righteous. And there's the resurrection also for the wicked. The, 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 David says to us in Psalm 1 that the wicked shall not stand in the congregation of the saints. So the righteous and the wicked sinners will not, will not resurrect together. It will be a different resurrection. You did not know that. <laughs> when, you know, Okay, you let be reading so that we, we can, if we finish reading, I can come back and we do Genesis 23. So Mark the 23 will come there. Verse number 24, then come at the end. So he said, every man in his own order, Christ the first fruit after, afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Okay, so you see that he's not spoken about they that are not Christ. So there is a resurrection for those that are Christ. They are the ones who will be first to be resurrected. Then there's another resurrection for the wicked. Then cometh the end. <laughs> when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put all put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death, for he shall put all things under his feet. But when he said all things he put under him, it is manifest that he is, he is expected, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Else what shall they do which baptize for the dead? If the dead rise not at all, why are they then baptized for the dead? And why stand ye, stand we in jeopardy? Every hour, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I die daily. If after the manner of men I have fought 
with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage it me if the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Is that what you are saying? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then that will be our slogan. Let us eat and drink, because tomorrow we die. There is nothing again. But we cannot do that because there is resurrection for the dead. Okay. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. 35. But some men will say, how are the dead raised up? And what, and with what body do they come? Thou fool. That which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And what, and that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bear grain. It may chance of wheat or some other grain. But God giveth it a body as it has pleased him, and to every seed he, his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. There is one kind of flesh for men, another flesh for beasts, another for of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies celestial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory. You can see that Paul really knew a lot of things. You see, as we are reading, it's, it looks like it's not English. 41. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So, so also is the resurrection of the body. It is sown in corruption, but it is raised in, in corruption. Now he's talking about how the uh, resurrection of the body will be. He said it is sown in corruption, in weakness, but it is raised in incorruption. 43, it is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory, it is sown in weakness, it is raised in power, it is sown in natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so, is, so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul, and the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. How be it that was not first, which was spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As the, as the earthly, such are they also that are earthly. And I think that we'll read it from other translation. But all is trying to say over here, is that if you look at uh, the verse number 23, the Bible says that every man is going to come after his own right order. We are not going to be lambed up on believers and believers alike. We are all coming up. No, there, there is total different occasion for all of us. Hallelujah. When you read the Bible, you notice that many people refer to the second coming of Christ. The second coming of Christ is different from the rapture. 
Hello. The second coming of Christ is different from the rapture. The second coming of Christ is when the raptured saints are brought back on earth. But the coming of Jesus, the rapture, Jesus will not be on earth. He, he will meet with him in the skies. He will be raptured. So that is not the second coming. That, that's why that term is, is, is coined to and show that we will be raptured. You will see it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Let's read it quickly. Chapter 4. Maybe we can read from verse number 13. Is it there in your Bible? Verse number 13. Okay. Bible says, But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. 15, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself, are you there, shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Can you see that the dead in Christ is also now talking about the, the, the dead who died not in Christ. So he said the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Can you see that we'll meet the Lord in the air? And so shall we be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that we are going to be caught up when Jesus is coming to rapture the church. Now we are under the grace. Whatever is happening is because of the church. A time will come that the grace of God will not be available. Things will not be the same. When the church is raptured, when Jesus is coming, like the Bible says, he, said that he will come with the trump of God. The archangel will blow the trumpet. Pam, pam, pam. Then those who are dead in Christ will be the first to rise up. The resurrection will be first for those who have died in Christ. Then those who are alive and remain will be also caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And when you meet the Lord in the air, you are not coming down, you continue. Are you coming along? So that is not the second coming. So the second coming is after this. Let, let's read also from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 50. Quick, quickly, quickly, quickly. We got to some place, but let's continue. Can I read from verse number 50? All right. 
Verse number 15. Now this I say, brethren, the flesh and blood, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither do corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall all not sleep. That means that we are all not going to die, but we shall be changed. Amen. So the change in the body is what makes the, uh, uh, the body, glorious body, different from, say, we shall all not uh, sleep, but we shall be changed. Where are we? For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the same that is written, that is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is, is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But God, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, then the last verse, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye, as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. The reason why we need to work for God is because we are going to be raptured. We are going to receive rewards when we die in Christ and all that. But he says over here that we are going to uh, be with the Lord. Now, the end, as the end is coming, okay, as we don't know that when the rapture is going to happen, but the rapture must happen so that we will have the revelation of the Antichrist. Many of us have heard about the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast is the mark that without it you cannot buy or sell. They say you receive it on your hands, on your forehead, and different places. But you can even notice that the ATM cards that we are using is already proven to be having a chip. Yeah, very soon you see that we are going to have cashless society. And when you look at what is happening even now in the U.S., you can see that the communication, the media, and the tech giants are controlling, I mean, the, the nation. They can let you hear what you want to hear. And they can prevent you from hearing. So this is all the, the preparation for the coming of the Antichrist. Google, for instance, owns, uh, what do you call it, YouTube. YouTube is for Google. Look at the Google app. A lot of the things that we use, Android is for Google. Most of, so you can see that the world is being prepared for one person to come and take over. So very soon you notice that, I mean, even, do you know, the all search engines, 98% of all search engines get their result from Google. So when you search from any other search engine, you are actually searching from Google. They get it from Google, they give it to you. It's very big. It's a corporation. And it can come to a time that everything... Now, if they want to control you, they can block your account, what you are saying. And they have your information. They have my information. They have your date of birth. Where will you hide? 
Now it is not about whether you are watching your television or your iPhone. It's whether your iPhone is watching you. We are there. We are actually there. We are actually there. So you can see that all this is the preparation for the coming of the Antichrist. And when the Antichrist comes, I mean, so many things cannot be done without that chip. Look at us. We are giving offerings through mobile phones. Very soon you notice that you wouldn't have to handle cash. Yeah? You wouldn't have to. You, when you go to buy something, you just put your hand on it. You strap it. They take it. Then you are going. Without it, there are so many things. Look at us now. Even when you are going to shop without nose mask, you cannot enter. So all this, we are in the end time. So we need to know what is happening. It's the preparation. And the Bible is telling us. Paul is saying that I will not have you to be ignorant like those who don't have any God. That those of us who are alive and living will not prevent those who have died in Christ. When the rapture happens or when Jesus appears in the air, we will be caught up. Hallelujah. And the condition for you to, to be raptured is to have the Holy Spirit. You see it in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 29 and 30. It said, let not corrupt communication proceed out of thy mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. And what? Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. The redemption is the rapture. The day of redemption. So when the rapture comes and the Holy Spirit is not, you have broken the seal. You don't have the Holy Spirit, you will not be raptured. It's just like having a magnet and trying to pick metals. Any metal that is not ferrous will not be picked. So you need to understand. And when the church is raptured, listen carefully, when the dead, the righteous, when the righteous ones are raptured and they are caught up, to be in the air with Jesus. And those who are living also are caught up. Then he said, we shall be with the Lord. So it's supposed to be the Antichrist will then manifest. When the church is raptured, the grace of God will be no more. So the Antichrist will now manifest and begin to control. He will come and try to make peace with Israel. He will try to let the economies work. But for seven years, it's supposed to be a seven-year period, but three and a half years' time, then the second coming of Christ will be. And the second coming of Christ, he will be coming now, not alone. He will be sitting on the white horse. He will be coming, riding on the clouds, and the saints who were raptured now will come with him to defeat the Antichrist and his agent when they try to make war with Israel. Are you here? Hello? But you need, you need, you need to be raptured in the first one. You need to be raptured. Because there is a second one, but I will not, uh, oh, yeah. This second one are those who are going to pay for their lives with their own blood. Those who will not receive the mark of the beast. 
those who were Christians, but were not serious, they were drinking, fornicating the grace of God, and they will know that, look, if the rapture has happened, hey, something bad, and if they are able to resist the mark of the beast, and, the, uh, and look, the way these guys will be killed, I'm going to preach about that after this. I'm going to preach about left behind. You don't need to be left behind. You don't, you, I, I'm telling you, you don't want to be left behind. You know, some people think, oh, we will resist the market. You know, they, they, many people, many, many Christians who will not be raptured will, cannot survive. Because the easiest way the Antichrist will kill you is to behead you. That would be the, that you would even, if you need to pay for that, that would have been the easiest. Some people will be roasted gradually. Some people will be, they will be uh, sharpening you like how you use sharpener to sharpen a pencil. Yeah, you will be peeled alive if you say you are not taking the mark. You cannot buy. The, um, look, what is about to happen, we, we, we don't want it. I know you don't want it. That's why we are here. We need to be taken. That's what the Bible says. And those who die in Christ, I'm talking about the resurrection. I believe in the resurrection of the body. Hallelujah. Are you here? You don't need to be afraid. Are you here? <laughs> so, uh, I was saying to you that the 1 Corinthians 15.23 is telling us clearly that the resurrection will happen. Okay? The rest of the resurrection will happen at the coming of Jesus. The second one. When people have been killed. Because there's two resurrections. That's what has made me go into all this. Okay? The second resurrection, those who will die or who will be killed by the Antichrist because they did not take the mark, they too must join. Okay? They too must join. That is why there will be a second uh, resurrection for. But after that, then there will be the resurrection of the wicked for the judgments. That's where they will be thrown. Okay, so after that, when Jesus comes the second time, there will be, that's what we call the millennia, the thousand year rule. He will rule and stay on earth with the Christian for thousand years and after. So after that, then all the wicked ones, but maybe we should read it. Are you here? Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. I'm trying. Are you in Revelation chapter 20? Let's read from verse number 4 to 6. Revelation chapter 20. Verse 4 to 6. Are you there? 
Okay, maybe let's start from verse number one. Bible says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, <laughs> and cast him into the bottomless pit. Are you here? Okay. And shut him up and set a seal upon him that it should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loose a little season. And I saw, a, I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their face for all in their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years so the second coming when Jesus came with the saints who were raptured that is when what we are reading about those who did not receive the mark of the beast and for the witness of Christ they were beheaded they were tortured they were killed and they did not receive it they are going to join the saints who were raptured do you understand you see all this was <laughs> I will not tell you to take the second flight this first one is good yeah that is why before you sleep you always have to make sure that you have you have confessed your sins. <laughs> Guys, look, I don't want you to curse me one day. Say, I came to church. Pastor did not tell me about heaven. I did not tell you about, I'm going to pray after this one. We are preaching about the left behind. You don't need to be left behind. <laughs> Where are we? Verse number five. And the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years are finished. So the wicked, the rest of the dead, do you understand? The rest of the dead. So the only dead that would, the second resurrection that I'm talking about here are those who did not receive the mark of the beast. So they are going to be part of those who were raptured. And, and I, let me explain to you how are people being raptured? Like I, I, I just said, that the seal, the Holy Spirit will be the reason why you'll be raptured or not raptured. Now, somebody will ask, Pastor, if people die now and they are in heaven, then what are you talking about at the resurrection? What is going to happen? The resurrection has to do with the body. When you die now and you go to heaven, you are not there with a body. You have a spiritual body. We read it. Bible said there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. On earth here, the things that we need to move and walk on earth here is the physical body. Are you getting it? So, during the rapture, the spirit of all the saints who are in heaven will come and enter into the glorious body that they are going to have. The one that Jesus had when he resurrected. Because no one has that body. No one, only Jesus has. He is the first fruit. He is the first fruit of those that are to resurrect. Hallelujah. 
those of all those who have come out, they have been raised from the dead. Even in our time, Bishop has raised two people from the dead, our own father. It's raised, yeah, and more people will be raised as we go on. You will see from the Bible time, Peter raised Dorcas from the dead. Paul, Ichikos, was raised from the dead. Different people have been raised and they die again because they don't have their glorious body. Are you here? But when you have the resurrection, when you are raptured and your spirit come and unite with the glorious body that God is going to give you, you can't die again. Hallelujah. Are you here? Where are we? Verse number six. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. It's over here. You are blessed and holy when you have part in the first. I believe in the resurrection of the body. Don't wait for any second one. For on such, the second death has no power. Because the second death is actually the resurrection of the wicked to be judged. We will go there. That is when the Bible says that. And the books were open. And another book was open. And all those that were not found in the book of life were thrown into the lake of fire. They were not thrown into... You see, I don't want to think about even the second one. What about if you are not able to get the second one? What will you do? Just stay with the first one. Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death has no power. And they shall be priests of God and of, of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Can you see it? And when the thousand years is expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. You see that we read he was bound and put in a bottomless pit. Now, bottomless pit is not the lake of fire. It is after, after the thousand years. That is why from the bottomless pit he is going to be. Hmm. Are you here? Where are we? And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, and to gather them to a battle, the number of, of whom is as the sea, is as the son of the sea, sorry. And they went on the breadth of the, they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city, and fire came down from heaven, out of, came down from God out of heaven, and devoured them. Verse number 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire, and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are, and shall be tormented day and night, and forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne, and, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and the dead and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second 
dead. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Hey! Mercy. <laughs> the church is quiet too. <laughs> so, in, I, I mean, we are just about to close. I think that the scriptures has explained everything. I don't need to do any. It's very clear. This is, this is uh, English. <laughs> I, I just want to explain from verse number 35. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35. Look at what the Bible says. It talks about, maybe let's take it from the NLT if it will help you to understand. It explains how the rapture, the new body, okay, the resurrected body, the glorified body, how it will be. He explains to you that, why will even, he said, you fools, why are you even talking about how, what body will the uh, resurrected people get? Then he asks you, those of us who are farmers, when you plant something, what body does it come? He said, the body that when you plant a seed, it comes, it is not the old body. He said, the, when you plant a seed, that seed must decompose, must die, must rot. Then new body comes out of it. He said, the same way, the same way he said that, look, when you plant a maize, the leaf or the stem that comes is different from when you, you plant uh, an apple. And when you plant what? Maize, orange, Banana, when you plant, he said, the bodies of this thing are different. He said, the same way, the bodies are also not the same. The, the bodies of animals are different from that of a bird. It's different from that of a human being and from that of a fish. They are different. Then he said, that there is a natural body and there's also a spiritual body. They are, I mean, different things. Maybe, uh, where are we? NLT. But someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of body will they have? What a foolish question. When you put <laughs> the NLC. Yeah. No, that's why you don't need to struggle. You, you notice that it's helping you. Where are you, verse number 36? What a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, it does not grow into a plant unless it dies first. And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow, but only bare seed of wheat or whatever you are planting. Are you there? Then God gives it a new body. He wants to have a different plant grows from each kind of seed. Similar, similarly, there are different kinds of flesh. One kind for humans, another kind for animals, another kind for birds, another kind for fish. Are you there? There are also bodies in the heavens and bodies in, on the earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different from the glory of the earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of glory, while the moon and stars each have another kind. And even the stars differ from 
each other in their glory. It is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. The earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, but they will be raised to live forever. Hallelujah! Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they are raised in glory. They are buried in weakness, but they are raised in strength. They are buried in natural human bodies, but they are raised as spiritual bodies. So the resurrected body is a spiritual body. Amen? For just as they are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. The, spiritual, the scriptures tell us the first man, Adam, became a living person, but last Adam, that is Christ, is a, li- a life-giving spirit. What comes first is natural body, then the spiritual body comes later. Adam, the first man, was made from the dust of the earth, whilst Christ, the second man, came from heaven. Earthly people are like the earthly man. The heavenly people are like the heavenly man, just as we are now like the earthly man. We will someday be like the heavenly man. Hallelujah. What I'm saying, dear brothers and sisters, it is our physical bodies. Is that, sorry, what I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. And let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment, in a blink of an eye, when the last trumpet shall is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is thy victory? Oh, oh, death. Where is thy sting? Hallelujah. I believe in the resurrection of the body. Do you believe in the resurrection of the body? You better believe it. That is why we do what we do. And believe God, no matter what, die in Christ. It looks like it's even better to die in Christ. Turn your Bibles with me to uh, uh, Philippians chapter 1. Let's read from verse number 20. 20 to 24, and we'll close. Is Philippians in your Bible? Today we are just reading the scripture, then we'll be. I, I, I don't know how else to preach it. it, it it's so nice. Are you there in Philippians chapter 1, verse number 20? For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life 
will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying means dying is even better. Can you see it? Those who know where they are going, dying is even better. <clears throat> but if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. I am torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which will be far better for me. But for your sex, it is better that I continue to live. <laughs> Knowing this, I am convinced that I will remain alive so I can continue to help all of, all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you have given more reason to take pride in Jesus Christ because what because of what he's doing through me. Hallelujah. So you can see that the reason why many of us are not even thinking of dying is that we don't know where we are going. But the Bible said that to be absent from this body is to be present with God. Amen. The Bible said that the body without the spirit is dead. Not the spirit without the body. Yeah, the spirit don't die. Said the body without the spirit is dead. A balloon without air is not inflated. Do you understand? Yeah. As for the air is there, if you're a balloon, you need it to take shape. So it is the body without the spirit that is dead. But not that the spirit without the body is dead. The spirit don't die. So the spirit comes into the body and gives the body life. Amen. But the spirit lives on. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that we will not uh, all die. Some of us will be alive and will be changed. Those who will not die at the time of the rapture, you will be changed. You will be transformed. This corruptible body should put on incorruption. The weakness must change. Different things must happen before you can be raptured. Hallelujah. I believe in the resurrection of the body. We need to die. We need to die in Christ. John saw it. He said, and I heard, and the voice said, blessed are they who die in the Lord. From henceforth, they rest from their labor. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are doing in life, but whatever you are doing in life, add your salvation and add the work of God. The little you can do for God, because soon and very soon, we'll be out of here. Soon and very soon, even if Jesus doesn't come, are you planning to be 120? Are you planning to be 300? I don't think that, that is your plan. Now, when people cross 80, there's a lot of things. Somebody told me it's not easy to be old. Very expensive to be old. Once I prayed for somebody, I prayed for the Lord, bless this man, give him long life. After that, they said, my son, add good health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, what is long life without good health? What is long life without? It's very expensive to be old. 
the way you are living now, when you get old, you need more than 15 times your income to sustain yourself. It's not like you are sick. There, I'm, I'm told that when you grow old, there is pain everywhere in your body. The pain in the leg, the pain in the arm, the pain when you are sleeping, the pain when you are... It's not like you have gone to play soccer or you have done anything. There's pain that comes when you are going. And you want to be 300 over here. My brother, my sister, just prepare. Just prepare that you will finish your work. You are working as an administrator. You are working as a manager. You are a doctor. You are a lawyer. You are an accountant. Do your secular work by add God to it. Hallelujah. Add God to it and prepare for where you are going. Because soon and very soon, soon and very soon, if the rapture doesn't happen and you are not raptured, you are going to see somebody called Antichrist. Uh, you wouldn't want to meet that guy. We have called you, I mean, tried to pamper you to come to church and you were laughing at us. That guy, that guy, you cannot use your own money unless he gives you a mark. <laughs> And when you get the mark, he's finished with you. Are you here? May the church be encouraged. This is the reason why we are doing what we do. God will keep us. I said God will keep us. Those who have died in Christ will be first to resurrect. And those of us who are alive and remain will not prevent those who are dead. Yeah, that's what Paul said. I am between and between. Not knowing whether to die or to live. He said to die is even far better for me. But to live is to help you to have fruit over here. I pray that that will be our word someday. I pray that we will we'll be so close to God personally that we wouldn't know whether we want to be with the Lord or we want to continue with his job. May that be your portion. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you. May the Lord bless you and cause you to hold on to your confession, to hold on to your faith, and to hold on to what he has said in his word. Because soon and very soon, we are going to see the Lord. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face upon you. And may it be well with you. And may he be well with your family. May it be well with your health. Whatever you are doing, may God step in. May you, may you embrace. May you feel his embrace in the name of Jesus. May the Lord cause his face to shine on you. I pray for blessings and favor. May you be blessed and may you be favored. Let it be well with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Stand to your feet and let's go. It's a very solemn service. I think that when you talk about death, people become very sober and humble. I don't know that people can be. Then I need to preach about some of these things. I can see that today people are very humble in, in church. It's like, hey, I need to go to heaven. But before we go, you can make a connection to Jesus. You can make a connection. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to be left behind. And I don't want to be the part of those who will not even make it in the second resurrection. I don't want to be like the wicked that will be thrown into the lake of fire. I will want to be with Jesus. I want to be born again. 
pray with me and pray for me if this is what you are saying close your eyes everyone let's close our eyes wherever you are lift only your right hand and we'll pray quickly as we end we want to say pastor pray with me and pray for me lift only your right hand and i'll pray with you i'll pray with you now you've lifted your right hand god bless you keep it lifted keep it lifted i want to pray with you father behold every hand that is lifted they have taken a decision not to go to hell, but to be with you. They don't want to be left behind. They don't want the Antichrist to give them a mark if the rapture happened. Lord, this is our prayer. Look at every hand that is lifted. And Lord, let your salvation be our portion in the name of Jesus. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me. Come, I want to pray with you. Yes, my brother. Yes, my brother. Come, 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 my brother. Come, my brother. Come, allow them, allow them quickly, allow Come, 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 straight. Quickly, 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 quickly. Come, straight. From the back, everywhere. Come, come. Come, come, come. You don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be in the lake of fire. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come, come, I'm talking about you. Come from the back, come from everywhere. Come on to Jesus. Oh, yeah, Sante. I'm calling you. Maybe you are thinking. Maybe you are thinking. Can I do it another time? There is no another time. There is no another time. Come. When you hear his voice, God bless you. God bless you from the back. Come. My sister, I'm calling you. My brother, I'm calling you. If you can hear me, God is back on it. Come. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Come from the back, from everywhere. Come. Come. Listen to me. Anytime you go to the airport, you always hear an announcement. SAA, flight number. Then they will call it SAA1234. Departing to... Departing to here, then they will be calling the names. Departing to here, but there's always a last boarding call. There is always a last boarding. Do you know there are 80 year old women and men, 70 years, 60 years living that have never been to church before? They were once in church. They did not get born again. Salvation is a door. Some people think that once you are alive, you can be... No, it is not like that. If you are here, you are not born again. This is the door. If you don't get born again, you may be alive, but will never be able to get born again. Salvation is a door that opens. When it opens and you don't enter, you may even live up to the age of 100, but you may never be able to get born again again. And you go to hell. If you are here, maybe you were once born again, but things have happened. You want God to restore you to salvation. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I am not very sure. I am not very sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell. You are the one I'm talking to. This is the last boarding call. This is the last boarding call. The boarding call. This is the last boarding call. You will hear SAA. One, two, three, four. Departing. We are about to say the prayer together. If you are not sure, just move and come. Just move and come. Don't say, don't say one day that I should have. 
No, do it now. You are not sure. I feel in my heart that there are three people. There are three people who must join this decision. If you don't do it, you may live to regret it. I'm waiting for you. By the count of five, if you are not here, it will be too late. I'm going to count five. There are three people. There are three. I know there are three people. There are three people. God bless you. Two more. Two more. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. Three people. God brought you here for a purpose. And if you had refused to come, that may be the end. You may be alive, but will never be able to enter that door called salvation. Everybody in front here, lift your hand. And let's pray together. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I am sorry for all my mistakes. I am sorry for all my sins. I repent of every one of it. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From now, I belong to you. From now, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I accept you. I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Hey, in the book of life. One day, may my name be in the book of life. When all is over, please keep my name in the book of life. I want to be with you, Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be with the beast and Satan and the false prophet. I want to be with Jesus. Jesus, you are the one I call on. You are the one I come to. Please save me from myself. Deliver me that I am and use me for your glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.